0: Alrighty, Playhouseville! Welcome, welcome back again to another exciting episode of Playhouse Unplugged, where you learn everything but about our actors and directors and staff here at the Playhouse. Today, I have the privilege to have Sylvie Turner here tonight. How are you doing, Sylvie?
1: Hey, Dan. I am doing so well. Thank you so much for having me on this podcast. I am so excited to be here. Oh,
0: yeah. You are amazing. You've been with us for, I mean, quite a bit, like four or five years, something like that.
1: Uh, going going on my third year, yeah. Is it was third year? Right? I oh. thought it was longer. I was thinking about it. I was like, <laughs> wait, no. Yeah, it's been, it's going on my third year. It feels like been it's been forever. Oh, that is
0: awesome. <laughs> that is, and we, um... We're here to, to kind of discuss uh, what really got you uh, into acting in the first place. So what 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 was your first start?
1: Uh, well, I've kind of always had an over-the-top personality. And I've always just kind of had, you know, that drive to just do something more and just be something more and just have so much fun. And my first real acting immersion was in middle school i i had you know heard so much about theater and all that stuff i had danced previously you know i had done some of that kind of stuff i've done gymnastics and i had performed there but i hadn't done any real stage work until middle school and my first monologue i was introduced to shakespeare and i absolutely just fell in love yes it was it was it was love at first Monologue, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's going to be the next Shakespeare play. Love the next monologue. I love it. <laughs> and what else?
1: Um, Well, I got into professional acting when I really started working at SeaWorld San Antonio.
0: Th- that's nice. What did you was- do over there?
1: I was a singer, actor. Performer. I did a lot. I started out at 16 as one of their Scare Squad performers. Um, and then they brought me back again for the second season. And I stayed on and I did a lot of different things there. I I did four years of Hollow Scream. and Okay,
0: hold on a second before you go into that. What is Hollow Scream?
1: Hollow Scream is SeaWorld's um, October uh spooky haunted houses there's mazes there's a whole bunch of fun characters um at, at SeaWorld during that time and so I was one of their scare performers
0: Oh that sounds like fun It
1: was a whole lot of fun let me tell you people love getting the pants scared off of them
0: <laughs> And <is> uh,
1: <laughs> it's it's it was quite fun um yeah and I got involved in community theater as well and and San Antonio, and I just continued acting throughout there.
0: So, obviously, San Antonio and Texas. Yes. What brought you here to Boise?
1: So, my husband uh, was in the military. Um, I know and about that. Yes. So, <laughs> we went ahead and decided to get out, and we he has family here in Ontario. And so, we decided to make that move from Texas, where my family is, up here up north, here to the Boise area and the Treasure Valley um kind of on a leap of faith and we kind of put down roots here and i've absolutely fallen in love with idaho um i'll always say i'm a texas girl at heart but man idaho (laughs) good job yeah it's great
0: I mean, I grew up from the East Coast. When I came to Idaho, I was like, oh, I know, you know, but uh, um, it's just so safe here to grow right. up with kids, you know, raise your kids here yeah. and all that. So you did um, community theater in uh, San Antonio. Yes. And then what happened after that?
1: Um, well, I moved here and I was kind of in a rut for a couple of months. I was a stay-at-home mom with my son and... I was kind of looking for a job, but couldn't really find anything. And then I came across an an Indeed posting for an actor's position in Boise. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is exactly what I've been looking for. And so I looked at the description and the one line I remember is, we don't yell at you. And I was like... That is exactly the kind of theater I'm looking for. And so I sent off my resume to you, and you you, and Gianna called me in for an audition. Yep. And I came, and the first show I ever did here was a private show of Speakeasy. And then yes. Tony and Tina's, and I've just been here ever since.
0: Oh, super. And we love having you here. Uh, you do an amazing job here for the Playhouse. I So, what exactly do you love about acting?
1: I I love the ability just to let go of who I am and just become an entirely different person, you know. Be able to think about their mannerisms, how they would talk, how they would react to things, um, and just be able to tell a story and be able to give. Give the audience something magical, even if just for a few hours, where they escape reality and they're, you know, in a in a mansion in in a thief's mansion or, Uh you know, in a 1920s speakeasy telling telling a story of these characters and their trials and their triumphs and being able to convey that there's there's no other words just describe the smiles on the faces and the happiness. It's just it's bliss (laughs) oh that's
0: awesome and uh, we obviously we we practice a really positive environment here yes uh, for our actors and also for our our staff and uh, of course our patrons what do you really like about the playhouse
1: my favorite part about the playhouse it's really hard because i have so many (laughs) um probably just you know the collaboration where everybody comes together you know most of the time it's it's just everybody putting on a show there's there's everybody's throwing around ideas there's never a one person you can always come and talk to you know the director the assistant director anybody about anything and it's just a really open theater and it's a really positive environment to act in and mm-hmm. i i really appreciate you know the opportunity to be in a theater with people who care about the show and who care about you know, um, who care about the patrons and ultimately care about telling a g- really, really good story, and being in the magic of the moment—that—that that yeah. is indescribable. <laughs> yeah, that
0: is all, uh, that is exactly what we want to hear because that's exactly what we're looking for. And of course, working with a lot of our actors—they're professionals. Yes. So how do you like feeling work with professionals?
1: Um, I I really enjoy it. There's that you know higher level of understanding. Um, when it comes to putting on a show, that you are here to do a job ultimately. You are here to um, tell a story. Mm -hmm. Ultimately is your entire goal. And you do your homework at home. You memorize your lines. You go over cues. And then you come here and you collaborate with each other. And it's so fun to be able to be your characters and bounce ideas back and forth as those characters. Um, and just be able to have that higher level of acting and have be challenged by even better actors, you know, and encourage you to continue to grow and continue to get better in all
0: aspects. That's excellent. And uh of course, uh we do work a lot as keeping in the character like you were just talking about. What do you feel about cause obviously in a uh pursuing arch you're not in character that many, you know, maybe twenty minutes you're in and out. Here you're t- times three hours in character. Right. How do you like that?
1: I, it is a challenge sometimes. I am not going to lie. There are some times where I just want to go to the bathroom and just <laughs> drop that <laughs> god awful New York accent. And, you know, but ultimately it comes down to just the love of theater mm-hmm. and just the love of being able to be so outlandish and outrageous and do things that I would never do in, <laughs> a, in a normal day-to-day life yep. and be able to see people experience that in with new eyes. There's whatever, you know, however hard it is to be that character and to be that crazy, you know um
0: <laughs> rosie marie yeah,
1: you know who you're talking to <laughs> um yep. you know be able to be that um it's just however hard it is it's always so worth it just to hear them just sing your praises afterwards and just have have their li- eyes light up
0: and and for here i mean obviously you talk about some craziness like we did tony and tina yes we did we talked about the last three podcasts, but it's such a great show. Oh we're going to bring gosh. it back yes. probably next year is oh, what we're I'm thinking so about bringing excited. it back. Um, but uh, it, was, it was a show um, that obviously had like three different things going on at one time. Right. So as an actor, how did you concentrate on your line?
1: Um, it's really hard. You kind of have to take a step back and – be secure enough in your character to be able to take a step back have your character be out on display, but also be able to listen in the background, talk to somebody, you know, in that Italian accent that Donna had, Mm -hmm. and, you know, talk to somebody, ask them about the cheesecake. They're going to talk at you and can be like, yeah, sure, the cheesecake's fine, but also be able, in the back of your mind, be like, okay, in five seconds, I have to go to the bathroom and do bad things and then come back out here and do the rest of the scene. So just being able to have that all-encompassing big picture look right is the biggest and the hardest part to just really hone in on
0: that is amazing i tell you what we're gonna take a short break and we'll be right back with sylvie turner all righty y'all it is danny b right here at playhouse unplugged Hey, I just want to let you know, May 30th, we are open, yes, we are so happy and proud to bring our improv show, Mission Improvable, opens 8 o'clock here at the Playhouse. Make sure you go to PlayhouseBoise.com to get your tickets soon. Since it's social distancing, we only have certain tickets that are available, so make sure you go to PlayhouseBoise.com as soon as you can. Alrighty, Playhouseville, we are back and we are back with the one and only Sylvie Turner. Hello. <laughs> hey, we we're just talking about uh, you know all the great things that are happening here at the playhouse with Tony and Tina is actually one of them. Um, as being an immersive theater actor, uh, you have a lot of people that are part of your team to make you obviously look good. And uh, one of us, Marilyn Perkins, yes. our wardrobe designer. How does it feel to be in such a great costume when she puts them together?
1: I love Marilyn. She is so enthusiastic, and the the costumes that she somehow puts together is amazing. Um, honestly, it's 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 always a pleasure being costumed by Marilyn and speaking with Marilyn and seeing the final product. When you finally get in that costume, you are that character. You you breathe and feel that character in every set of the word. It's so amazing to be able to have that creativity and to have ultimately the privilege of wearing those costumes because, man, they make me look good. Marilyn <laughs> makes me look good. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and she does a lot of hard work, and uh, it helps you transform your character, does it not?
1: Oh, for sure. Being, you know, being an actor and going through the character work is so so important. But being able to actually feel that the way the character would move with the costume piece, you know, having a boba around your neck makes you feel ridiculously fabulous. (laughs) So the walk comes even more natural, and those mannerisms come even more naturally once that costume is on it's that final puzzle piece and it's set in place and you are just ready to go
0: <laughs> that, that is excellent and yeah and she finds these things like she goes i was talking with uh, with adrian the other day and she was like you know she just goes like savers and right. different places and this creates these amazing costumes from just doing some you know simple going around the second hand stores
1: Yes, it's it's absolutely amazing. The stuff that Marilyn finds, she finds the most fabulous 1920s dresses that I would probably be able to find in an antique shop. And she's like, Oh, my goodness, I've only found this for $20. It's amazing. (laughs) And it is the best thing ever, because I love thrift shopping. And it's 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 amazing. It's cost effective. And the costumes look great. And it's great all around
0: that is yeah and and uh of course with those costuming and then the character development it, and of course the positive environment and everything we do here um we're immersive theater so in a pursuing arts, you're stuck on a stage and that's it right here you're on the stage of the show. So the audience are on the stage of the show how does it feel to interact with the audience during a show
1: During a show, it can be challenging at times, (laughs) you know, when you're in an intense conversation with a patron, when they're asking you very specific questions about your character, while you also have to listen in on other characters and their scenes, it can be a, a challenge being able to be your character and also still be an actor and being able to pay attention to the whole show, but man those patrons i love them (laughs) i meet the most interesting people i have ever met in my life at playhouse while (laughs) doing shows and it's so fun because all the patrons here they come and they get so into it and they ask you those questions that make you Think. And they make you grow as an actor because it's like, oh my goodness, I haven't thought of that. Um, let me come up with that on the spot. Yes, of course, my great grandmother was a ch- like <laughs> was a turkey. Well, how did you know? You know, kind of thing. And it. It, it's such a great challenge, and it makes you be able to think quickly on your feet, of mm-hmm. course, if I'm able yeah. to talk.
0: Um, a perfect timing for that. Right?
1: <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's amazing. being. It's honestly just an honor being able to talk with them and being able to put on a really good show.
0: Uh, and, and that's uh, what we're all here about is to make sure people escape and have a good time. Now, when when audience members, obviously, we we hassle them a little bit, you know, when it comes to Speakeasy. Right. They're coming in the door, and we're, you know, patting them down and and doing all this stuff. So, obviously, with all that happening, does it really transform the environment to that era?
1: Oh, my goodness. Being in rehearsal and being in, um, like, tech week – it almost pales in comparison once the patrons arrive because you can't joke with your fellow actors behind the scenes and you are automatically on character all the time and speaking to people. So you have to have that 1920s vibe. And it's so great because the patrons just magnify that. And so the whole, the whole playhouse absolutely just transforms even going backstage and coming out once people are here. It's sometimes unrecognizable because there's just something in the air with the with the production going on and with the patrons that just make it click. And it's 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 honestly awesome.
0: (laughs) I'm so glad you're you. do have a great time because you definitely do show uh, a lot of our audience that comes in. Our patrons just love having you. Uh, You do such an amazing job. As we uh, as we are progressing into more and more of a uh, immersive uh, theater, throughout we're actually going to be adding. Actually, the bartenders are going to be able to come through here um, to. So we'll have actors, bartenders. Wow. So we're really becoming really immersive. Now, with your cast and and how much, you know, when you get done a show, how's it feel after that?
1: It's honestly. we call it a show high because it's so great. You come off of it. You're you're in an adrenaline rush. You guys, you know, everything that you've worked so hard for just comes together. And then the patrons just make it. And then we get to read their comment cards afterwards and hear all the positives and um, even hear things that we hadn't even thought of so we can apply it and make the show even better for next time. And just being able to come together as actors and be like, Oh my gosh, we just did that. And we just put on this amazing story for these people. And they're going away with this, you know, they're going away with (laughs) a show I too, because they just saw this amazing, this amazing production. Um and just being able to speak with that it just forges a bond. Once you once you do a show at Playhouse together, you're friends for life. Mm-hmm. And any one of my friends would tell you that.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. And of course, when you're when you're done a show, um, say you're at the end of the show, the end of the run. Mm-hmm. How does it feel with that?
1: It it's it's bittersweet. It's you know you've come. S- s- here for so long you know you're in a rehearsal and you're working so hard for this product and you know it comes to fruition and you get to see those patrons and you get to tell that story and then once it's done it's almost kind of the air of sadness because you're (laughs) you're done but you're not done because Playhouse does more shows afterwards and you're probably in the next production too so you're working on that as well but it's just an era of almost finality on each show when it closes of each cast and just the memories that it hold, that it holds. And then you get to come back for the next one and make more.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, of course, after a show is done, uh, you know, you have to tear down the set. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing with me is when you start tearing down the set, it's finite, you know, it's like the yeah. show's over. We got to move on. There goes my painting. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Especially throughout the show, where you have a, a vase that was the urn of, of in this my case, dead <laughs> Louis.
1: Louis Mofrey. <laughs> May he rest in pieces.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And of course, um, you know, we really um, obviously do a lot of different shows here as well I- improv, and uh, which we actually did socket. To you, puppet theater. Yes, I have. Um, have you seen that?
1: I have. I like it. I watched it with my son, and my son thought it was hilarious. That was great. I'm
0: glad he, he loved it.
1: He he was like, eh, there are socks,
0: <laughs> 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 And he
1: was, if he was rolling, rolling. He just turned three on Saturday, and he was absolutely just. <laughs> he lost his marble, <laughs> silver <laughs> it. It was great.
0: That is, uh, is a lot of fun doing it. And Christine Lane Hawkins and Brandon Freeman mm-hmm. are the ones who wrote it. And then Nick Roberts is our puppeteer. Uh-huh. And then Chrissy Adcock uh, from Aardvark and, and QT Booty Boulevard is the one who did our puppets. So we got a big team going on. As a professional actor, as you are, what do you like best?
1: Oh, what do I like best? Best about?
0: About being a professional actor.
1: Oh, um, probably telling people I'm a professional actor. Their reactions are honestly priceless. <laughs> they're like, they're like, what professional actor? How do you do that? And I'm, and that's <laughs> great. And once you're labeled as a professional actor, it kind of opens up new avenues. Mm-hmm. Um, and just being able to have that higher level of performance expected of you mm-hmm. makes you push yourself, and it makes you be better because you are a professional and if you're not a professional anymore, no one's going to want to hire you. (laughs) So you got to keep going and it's just, it's ever evolving like, like the world of theater. You have to grow and change and become better. Ultimately, if you want to keep being a professional actor.
0: Yeah. And and that is very, very true. Uh, It does push you harder and harder. Everybody here is coming as a professional actor you, you come to, this, to the actual show ready to perform with other professional actors. So there's not a lot of learning. Like I have a big phrase that I use because I, I use a lot of football, football uh, uh, analogies. And it's playing on the game field, uh, practicing on the game field. Sorry about that. And here you're ready to go. Mm-hmm. So when you come in uh, to your environment, when you have everybody ready to go, how hard is it for you to do your work?
1: when everybody comes prepared it's honestly like i'm trying to find the best analogy it's all the puzzle pieces just fall into place when everybody comes prepared you're able to do what needs to be done you know you're not still having to learn your lines or um or remember your script. And of course you have time to learn those things, but once you do your homework and once you are comfortable, it makes production that much easier. If you're not still learning your character, how do you expect everybody else to learn your character as well? You know, Um, if everybody comes as their character and everybody gives it their all, it's just, it's just, everything's rolling. It's Uh
0: good. (laughs) 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 And it also makes it a lot easier to not have to carry anybody. Right? Mm-hmm. And then you can also work the audience and not have to worry about if your next actor is going to come in and point.
1: Right. Right, that definitely makes life a whole lot easier, you know, being having to worry about myself as an actor and my character in an immersive environment is hard enough. It makes my life so much easier when everybody's coming in at the same level and is giving it their all, too. And ultimately, it just makes the show more cohesive and it makes everything just mesh perfectly when everybody comes ready to go.
0: And in here at the Playhouse, we have great directors. Have you uh, ever wanted to be a director?
1: Um... I have thought about it. I'm not a hundred. I, I would like to be a director. In a show, I'm not sure what show.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> right. I would I would like to direct. I do I do like acting a whole lot, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's my main passion. But definitely for the right show with the right vision, I would definitely have to have the right vision for the show. Right. Um, but with the right show, with the right vision, heck yeah. I think we could put on a really great production. There you go. <laughs> That's
0: the confidence I want to see from Sylvie. And then <laughs> you obviously are a singer. Yes. And you did a great job in Tony and Tina's.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much.
0: We're actually kind of playing around with the idea of bringing in a, a musical murder mystery.
1: Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> I No one can see it right now, but you could probably hear it in my voice. I am smiling ridiculously big. <laughs> And I'm so excited. That would be amazing.
0: Yeah, we're just trying to figure out how to piece it together so it can be immersive and then have musical. But we've done so many different shows that pursue streaming art style and brought them into the immersive theater. Yeah. Uh, Like we did um, Barefoot in a Park. And we had that whole entire immersive feel, even though some of the theater people out there didn't like it because we were taking a, a classic pursuing art style uh-huh. and made it immersive. But that's what we do at the Playhouse. We stretch the envelope. Yeah. So having a singing murder mystery, that would be a lot of fun, I would think.
1: I think that would be amazing. A lot of my favorite musicals were ones where I did get to go into the audience and down the aisles. Really? Um, like i'm mostly thinking of my high school productions but we would get to go and like dance in the aisles and stuff like that that was always so much fun because you get to see the joy on the people's faces as you're dancing and singing right in front of them but a singing dancing murder mystery sounds like an absolute ball
0: i'm gonna kill you
1: not if i don't let you
0: (laughs) Better watch out! Here I come.
1: I'm running away. <laughs> 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 yeah,
0: and that, and that's what we, we always again push the envelopes. Make uh, we want to always be on top of things. Uh, some of the things that we have coming up, just to give you kind of an idea, um, we talked about a little bit before, is our summer camp. We call it S U M M A summer camp. Uh, it's going to happen in August. And we're going to be teaching, uh, basically, if you want to be a better version of yourself, you want to be a better salesperson, or you just want to be uh, more outgoing in your life. Right. And, of course, we're teaching acting and immersive acting, uh, and a lot of life skills. And, of course, you already ta- we already talked about you want to be part of that. What's great about that is that it will allow people to um, come out of their shell. Right. Come in, and, obviously, here in the Playhouse... You have to be out of your shell to work here. Right. How many times have you been in a situation where if you weren't out of your shell that it would have been difficult?
1: For sure. So many. Um, definitely as somebody who does struggle with social anxiety occasionally, being able to see that, um, that play out in a situation um, definitely makes things easier easier you know if you are already out of your shell in that character it definitely makes things more cohesive you know your fellow actors aren't having to coax something out of you um, and your fellow actors aren't having to carry the scene for you Um, and so I think theater is a really great opportunity for somebody to start to come out of their shell um but it definitely makes everybody else's job easier <laughs> once they're all ready.
0: Right, exactly. And what would you tell to somebody who is new to the theater? What they would expect coming to a class like that, where they learn improv, they learn techniques and stage movement.
1: So I, what I would say is you are going to have so much fun, first and foremost. But you also have to be receptive to all the feedback that you're getting. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're new to the theater world, um, you can come in with notions of how how you would want to do things which is correct and everybody has their own ideas but when you're being coached and you're going to a class you have to be receptive to what your teachers and your mentors are telling you otherwise you won't get anything out of that class you'll just have more tools to do what you want
0: right exactly that is very well put uh, it was a pleasure having you here, Sylvie. You're amazing actress here, actor at the uh, Playhouse, and we enjoy uh, future future events with you. And uh, just give you kind of an idea of some of the things that are coming up, people. We do have our new Sockety Theater episode three coming out, and that's called Toes Before Hoes. Uh, if you haven't seen any of the to, to it Theater, shows you can go to playhouseboise.com they're on there the first one was Sock and a Hard Place and the other one was uh, Booty Call which is the (laughs) last one we just did so a lot of fun and uh, we also have improv show coming up May 30th yes we are open May 30th you can come out and enjoy all the great uh, Playhouse performers and uh, and you know be eight o'clock here at the Playhouse on May 30th Uh, We'll be practicing social distancing because that's what we have to do. Uh, But it's definitely uh, what we want to do too because we want to make sure people are safe. And then we're working on something that is really neat is a mystery uh, online game. That's going to be coming out soon too, which is going to be really cool where you can actually get information and then uh, every week you would solve the clue and then get some stuff. So a lot of fun stuff. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and uh, follow us on instagram and like us on twitter and of course playhouseboise.com sign up for our newsletter god bless everybody and playhouseville good night